And thanks for joining me, Karen Sutton. And Yolanda Rogers-Garvin. Your host of the Committee Speak for our New Year's show, 23 is out and 24 is loading. As we launch in, yes, that is right. I'm glad you're excited, Yolanda, because I am too. Now, as we launch into 2024, when everyone is usually setting new goals. Or, you know, Karen, like me, revisiting those that weren't accomplished in 23. I completely understand, Yolanda. Well, we want to hit the rewind button on 2023, and we're going to do a recap of the most impactful moments and facts in the history of the Committee Speaks. So if you're joining us for the first time, or you've been away for a bit, the show that we feature, The Committee Speaks, the focus is on expiring change, understanding the meaning behind moments, and moving beyond life experience. So just basically to break it down, we simply talk about those everyday situations that impact children, adults, and families. And then we have some incredible people to give insight to enhance our shows. And to start off our countdown, I'm going to have Karen revisit some of our highlights from 2023 to get us kicked off. I have to tell you, Yolanda, I was very excited when I reviewed the statistics on our hosting website about our podcast. So um, sit back, hold yourself. I think you're going to be very, very excited too. Now, the very first episode was uploaded on March 18th, 2023. Okay. So what do you mean by uploaded? Okay. Uploaded means that we recorded it, you edited it, and then we uploaded it, which means we hit a link and we connected it to our hosting site so that you, our listening audience, would be able to join us and listen in. So our first show launched on 3-18-23, Karen, all right? Yes, and that's roughly about a little over nine months ago. So this is amazing. Since that initial launch, we have recorded edited and uploaded 12 episodes. Now, okay. we're, we're very excited about that because sometimes you just don't know how things are going to unfold. Life is always lifing, but we've managed to get it done. This is our next highlight of our listening audience. We had nearly 350 downloads, Yolanda. Okay, Karen. So I'm going to explain what downloads are because we just talked about uploads. So downloads are when the listeners click the link to listen they have downloaded it to their device and they're able to listen. So we had almost 350 of those. Yes, we did. And so we I are love very, it. I love yes, it. Yes. We're very thankful for our listening audience. We're, we're excited by these numbers. And also, this is the next thing. So we are hosted on a particular site, but you can listen to web our podcast in many places. But our top two sites were our hosting site, Buzzsprout, and secondly, Spotify, my personal favorite, Spotify. So we're in we're in a I think we're in about eight to ten places but the top of us sprout and spotify so that's great that's Yana. that's where people found us to listen to us they either they clicked spotify or they clicked bus sprout which exactly. is our hosting site okay i got it okay you're keep great. going what else you got you're great with the explanations i really need <laughs> you thank you for jumping in to do that because i'm a little excited as you can tell the next big thing is i have a competitive spirit which people who know me will know this we had a little android versus iphone competition and in this battle the iphone won by having three more listeners than android so i just think that you know we like to make things fun. So in the spirit of competition, we're going to keep that going. I'm hoping that we have listeners regardless of what device you have, of exactly. course. But as an Android user myself, 
I think it's quite simple to click that play button from an Android. So come on, Android listeners, pop it up there a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. We want you to pick up the pace this year. This is the next thing. Our top listening category. So we know this. Most of you listened via your mobile phone. But there are a few old school listeners, Yolanda, who actually sat down at a computer or pulled up to their laptop or did something like that. We appreciate you, whether you were listening to us on your phone, riding in the car, or if you went into your office at home or at work and sat down and listened. We thank you. These last two stats, Yolanda, these are very, very exciting to me. We had listeners from 23 states. I was was floored when I saw these stats. So we, of course, have our primary listeners from Missouri and Georgia, but we have some people from Florida, Colorado, Arkansas, Arizona, Michigan, Illinois, Tennessee, and even Connecticut. Now, that's big. Oh, gosh. I was not expecting that. Were you expecting that, Yolanda? No. I, I'm going to be honest here. When we started, I didn't have a lot of expectations in my head. And I thought, well, if we get any listeners outside of the two <laughs> states that we live in, which are Missouri and Georgia, I will be thrilled. And I never really honestly thought about where people might be listening from. So this is a great stat. Well, let me now completely knock you off your feet with this next stat. We have listeners outside of the United States. And let me tell you, we have been represented in four countries. We have had a listener or listeners from the United Kingdom, Germany, India, and Thailand. Yolanda, we are international. Karen, I cannot believe that. I mean, I was happy with the 23 states, but now we're outside the U.S. This is incredible. I I just can't wait to see what's ahead. Honestly, I can't wait. This is great. I was very excited to report these statistics. So now that I've gotten those stat highlights out the way. I'm going to go ahead and step aside so that you can come in and talk about our top episodes. Yeah, So I'm glad you mentioned that because my part of this show was to kind of identify our top five episodes. And so ironically, the top five were also the first five, which is not anything bad or good. We're just happy that people were listening and listening to us from the beginning. And we want to make sure we kick that up a notch for in 2024 consistently. But anyway, let me tell you what those first five were. And so our first five were our why. That was our first episode. Episode two was pouring into youth. Episode three was absentee parenting and parental estrangement. Episode four was early childhood. And episode five was intentional parenting. I believe episode five was one of our most listened to shows. I think you're right. And matter of fact, not only that, we also had a poll attached to the intentional parenting. So we got a lot of feedback on that particular episode. So I'm actually not shocked to see that that made the top five. So I wanted to talk a little bit about each show a little bit, Karen. So I'm going to start us off with episode one, which was uh, our why. And so what resonated with me about this show was when we first started, personally, I didn't really know what this was going to be like. We were putting ourselves out there. We shared about our personal stories. I shared about my brother. You shared about divorce. Exactly. Growing up in a family with divorced parents. Sure. Now you're divorced, but growing up in a family (laughs) with divorced parents. (laughs) Uh, Let me clarify that. And so I think that show was, we had to be pretty transparent and I didn't really know how people were going to accept it or if they were going to listen or it was going to make them too sad, but that was a good show. I don't know. How did you feel? Well, you know what? You just stole my word. I was going to say there was a high degree of transparency in that episode. And I think that that really helped us to connect with our audience. So that's my takeaway word for that episode, transparency. And I think my takeaway for that episode would be trust. 
Ah. We, were, we trusted ourselves just to go forth and let our audience know who we are. That is great. And I agree with you. So we're going to run with transparency and trust. And that's what started this journey for us. And I think that's great. So now I'm going to jump in and talk a little bit about our number two top episode, which was pouring into you. And I have to tell you, this one was really, really amazing because we really got to connect on the importance of mentoring and what that looks like in our lives. And so we sort of posed the question like, have you been mentored and who was that person for you and what difference did it make? And so I know for you, your person was Eve and yeah. and who, yeah. So, and then my person was Dr. Davis. And so what were your thoughts about the pouring into youth episode? So that episode was also another personal one for me because Eve was a cousin who was also a babysitter, but who was really a mentor to me. And she cared for me from, I think, six months or nine months old. And I just never wanted to leave her house until she died. So, and I had to be in my 20s. Eve was like the third grandmother to me. I always call her my Eve. And she was belonged to me, even though she was a babysitter for tons of children. I honored her in that story. And I couldn't wait for her kids to listen to it and her grandkids. And great. What a tribute and an honor for them to be able to hear about her impact in your life. I think that's great. And for me, just real quickly with Dr. Davis is that just really the the power of someone seeing you and then deciding on their own to pour into you. So for me, with that episode, what was really profound is that it really just confirmed the benefit of being poured into by someone who sees something in you that maybe you don't see in yourself. So again, pouring into youth was our number two top episodes. I'm going to throw it back at you to keep us going. And I wanted to add before we go to the next one is that show really focused on mentoring and how anybody can mentor and how you don't have to be an expert, but you just have to give it yourself. Because I remember talking about how Eve was a mentor, but never knew she was because she was just a a common person. And so I want to make sure as we launch into 2024, if people are looking at how to make an impact, maybe look at being a mentor, maybe look at pouring into youth that you have in your life that might need their cup filled. So I'm going to go ahead and jump to episode three. And these were in no particular order, of course, but we're just highlighting the top five. Um, Absentee parenting, parental estrangement was one of the topics that we had discussed doing before we even launched the show. And we wanted to talk about that because both of us work in social work and we see how many kids um, have been impacted by not having a parent there or having a parent that is not fully committed And so this show was one of the shows that I felt that touched a little bit into our social work background and talked about healthy development and how seeking counseling when you need it and and make sure parents know what that looks like. Have a child's parent out of their life intentionally or or if you leave because you think it's better for the child and what that looks like for them later in life. So that was one of the things that I remember um, really getting and gaining from that show. We also talked about some guardianship pieces in that show, I believe, as well. And so if you haven't listened, that might be a good one to go back to. Karen, did you want to add something? Yeah, I I want to add that one of my key uh, takeaways for that particular episode is really, you know, cautioning adults, caregivers, parents, whoever you are, to really consider the impact of your decisions and how they can lead to certain circumstances that may have outcomes that you have never anticipated. So, you know, it's important that we consider how our children interpret our actions and our decisions. That was that was a very, very meaningful episode. And as you said, it really pulled on our social work experience and our professional background because we've seen so many things 
come from situations of absentee parenting and estrangement. So yeah, I absolutely um, love that episode. What you got for me, Yolanda? That show also, it was our first kind of heavy show for us. I don't know how you felt. Um, right, it, was, right. it was a heavy topic and we wanted to make sure we approached it with finesse because we don't want to insult anybody who might be in that position that they're not fully giving all they can to being a, a, a parent, but also letting them know that if you're not able to be a parent, what to do. And so I want to bring that back to if you know someone in that situation and you haven't had a chance to listen to all 12 of our episodes, please revisit episode three. That's it's a great, it's a great, great show. Excellent. I agree with you. I'm glad you highlighted that as a takeaway. Uh, Cause you're right. One of the things that we've always tried to do is be very, very careful with our commentary and with the information that we share. So with that, I'm going to jump into our number four top four episode, which was not only just early childhood development, but also we tied in special education and we had our first guest, Miss Cynthia Wise, and it was wonderful. So this was a very interesting one. So one of the things that I started off doing because development is sort of my thing, helping people understand that I spent a little bit of time talking about different developmental stages, that sometimes things that parents or adult caregivers struggle with are things that we should realize are normal. We should anticipate them and expect them. And so it was important to help our audience understand psychosocial conflict, like what stages are children and why, why are they struggling and what's going on and how can I make a difference and what are the major questions at this stage of life? What are the virtues that they're tr- that the children are trying to obtain and what should we be trying to teach them? And then also, what are the major events going on in our children's lives at these different stages? These are things that are important for us to know. And then along with that, our guest helped us understand what is special education and how do you access the services if you need it? And then what should you expect from your school system? I'm glad that this is one of our top episodes because this information was incredibly useful to our, our listening audience. Yes, this show was great and because I think for us, it was our first guest. We were also a little nervous. If, yeah. If you were out there wondering how we felt to bring in somebody and then make sure that we're on point to ask the right questions for a listening audience, making sure that our listening audience got information. But it was a great show in that people were able to understand every child who seems to be delayed is not always special ed. And getting intervention services as early as possible is a critical point when you see a child might have a delay in some area. And some of those areas, which we know in social work and psychology, some of those areas are addressed to a child's living circumstance, not their ability. And so that was a great point that Ms. Wise made when she came on the show to talk about special education. Also a great show to listen to. My next show that, which is our, we're going to wind it up here and end with our fifth show was Intentional Parenting. Karen, I love this topic, which was one of, of, it was your topic topic. that you brought up when we were discussing topics. I'm telling you, Yolanda, I love all of our topics, but this one so strongly resonated with me. I'm excited, very, very excited to have discussed it then and to even recap it now. So can you give a quick blurb about intentional parenting? And I'll go ahead and read some of those quotes that we talked about from parents. So just in general, when you think about intentional parenting, it's about being very purposeful and it's about parenting with the desired outcome in mind. So it's not haphazard. It's not us, you know, making a last minute decision or a snap decision regarding discipline or 
whatever the case may be, but we are consciously parenting and taking action and moving forward with a desired outcome in mind. Like what, what do we hope to gain? Where do we want this road to take us? That is what it means to be intentional. And so we had a couple of listening audience share what they thought about the show and what their parenting style was and how they may not have been intentional or looking at intention. So a couple of people said that their their parenting style was more authoritarian like their parents, but their but parenting was exhausting because they were parenting at a much older age and they just didn't have the same energy and patience to be intentional, which is a real one. And someone else said that their parenting style was somewhere in between permissive and authoritative. So if you don't know those, I'm going to give you a little teaser to listen in and find out what those definitions are. And they also said my mom wasn't my friend and was there for some things and I did not know to do, but they did not have a list of expectations to me for them to me. So they didn't have any input of what was going to happen to them in their family either, but the environment was very supportive and was expected to be pretty independent in retrospect. They thought that they could have been challenged more and they would have maybe reached their true potential more. So that show was great in that even for me to to listen to it again learning how to be intentional at every stage of your child's development, because it's going to change from when they're an infant to when they're a teenager. We're still parenting our young adult children who are in college. And I will say we are always learning. If you're blessed to have your parent even around as an adult, you are learning from those experiences. So that was an awesome show. And Yolanda, what I'd also like to add is a couple of things that we talked about during that episode that were takeaways. And these are two that are really, really um, close to my heart. The first one is, you know, helping people see the benefit and learning to speak with boundaries, but not necessarily with no. There's a way to speak with boundaries and, and parameters, and it doesn't have to just be a no, you can't because I said so. Because the goal is in intentional parenting, we want our children to understand why we're doing what we're doing. And then the second takeaway that I thought was really big is a statement that we, I'm not sure what website we pulled this from, but it talked about knowing your parenting rocks. And what are rocks? Those are the things that you value. So if you're going to be an intentional parent, you've also first got to know what are you, what are the things that you value? What are your parenting values? Because that's going to shape and direct everything that you do. So as you can see, I was passionate about this topic. I love it. I think it is something that should be discussed on an ongoing basis. I don't think this is like a one episode kind of thing. I'm going to be reminding people everywhere I go to think about the importance of intentional parenting. I really love it. And I think as a parent of a teenager, I consistently strive to be intentional in my conversations. And this show helped me to become a better parent honestly, in that. That's good. I'm excited. And and the thing is, it's really good that we're not just espousing this, that we are practicing these things ourselves. Those of us who are parenting either um, as a birth parent or as a surrogate parent or a godparent, that we've got to practice these things. So those were our top five episodes for 2023. We appreciate our listening audience for hanging in with us and being excited about those topics. So now this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you know what's coming up next. So, so now for 2024, this is what you can expect from the Committee Speaks. We definitely plan to revisit a former guest for an exciting part two that deals with overcoming obstacles, as well as we're going to introduce some new guests. So stay tuned. We've also lined up topics such as adoption 
financial literacy, the sandwich generation. We hear a lot about this. There's so much to say about this generation that impacts families. What are your thoughts, Yolanda? That sandwich generation is real to a lot of our peers. To explain what the sandwich generation is, it is generally where someone is parenting their own set of children as well as assisting with helping their parents out. So usually they said the age is between 30s, 40s, but I would say just because of where I am in life, even into your 50s, if you if you had children later in life and it can run into your 50s as well. And so you're really basically between those two worlds, between the ages of 30s to 50s. So that's a huge span. So I can't wait to talk more about the sandwich generation and what that looks like. Exactly. And I'll just add this cute little phrase that just came up while I was sitting here. I'm going to call this caregiving up and caregiving down. So you're caregiving in, mm. in, in opposite directions. And so there's a lot of demand on you in your life. And so you can expect us to continue our focus on parenting family dynamics. And of course, this is important, expanding the ideal of what success looks like for our children. We have a right to define that and to redefine it. So you can expect us to stay on track with that. So honestly, Karen, what I'm hearing you say right now when I'm listening to this is we're going to cover a ton of stuff. We want to make sure everybody is available and can listen to what we've got to move forward. So I'm going to talk about our committee takeaways for this segment because we really haven't talked a lot about what our goals are for us. So I'm going to bring some of those up. We want to expand our reach by having the committee speak heard in all 50 states. We reached 23, so we just cannot wait to reach 50. And I know we're going to be in other countries. I know that. But go ahead. Yes, we've got 27 other states and U.S. territories to reach this year, and it's going to happen. Yeah, so we can't wait to report that out in 2025. Also, we want to increase our outreach. Now, this one is twofold for me, Karen. I don't know if you agree with this takeaway, but you can let me know. We want to double or even triple our downloads. And those are the ones where people click and listen, click and listen. So that will involve our listening audience to share the podcast promote it, let people know if they like a show, reach back out to us. So really, we are dependent upon our listening audience being our vessels to get information out. Agreed. The second fold of this increase in outreach is we want to be a support to help others, not just through a podcast, but also maybe be a guest at a conference or a guest speaker at um, an event or, or even on another show. If you like what you heard us say or you think we're an expert in this area, We would love to be a guest speaker in those arenas. So I don't know if you have anything, Karen, that you want to expand on on a takeaway. Yeah, I can add to this. And I agree with the two that you just stated. So we're on the same page. I definitely want to see us expand our outreach by being able to connect with some national organizations that I'm confident would benefit from our podcast, that their audience and the people that they reach and that they serve would really gain something from what we're talking about. So that's what I'll add. So that that really ties into that doubling and tripling our download. That is going to happen in 2024. I love it. I love it. And so I cannot wait to report out um, where we are in 2025. And maybe we don't wait so late to do that. Maybe we do a, do it in June or July and let our listening audience update. know mid-year update. Let's go ahead and we'll do our closing out for this New Year's launch, Karen. 
So first of all, I just want to say we thank you all for tuning in for the Committee Speaks. We are truly here to inspire change, and that's what we're going to continue to do throughout the year. Now, the other thing is, Yolanda mentioned earlier that we know sometimes our topics can be helpful. So I want to say this. We know that the information that we have shared can be heavy and helpful. So please remember that the information that we share on our podcast, it shouldn't be considered legal, medical, or therapeutic advice. But we do recognize that sometimes when we hear things, we're triggered. And sometimes when we're triggered, we then realize, hey, I think I may need assistance in this area. And so we encourage you to seek professional consultation at any point when you realize, hey, this is something that I need to investigate for me. So again, thank you for joining our New Year launch episode. We are very excited. We are so pleased with what we accomplished last year. But I'm telling you, there is so much more in store and our expectations are high. So we want you to feel free to visit our website at www.thecommittiespeaks.com. Please leave your comments and your commentary. We appreciate it. And again, thank you for joining us. We want you to sit back, relax, and get prepared. There's more to come. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.